With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to the Landry Football Podcast Network. This is SEC Football and Beyond as we take you through a crazy week six of college football and a little bit of a peek ahead to week seven. We save the breakdowns of the games um to later in the week and catch the second edition of sec football and beyond coming up but well, what a week it's going to be uh probably the most anticipated game in well definitely the most anticipated game uh within the sec uh all year long but you know wasn't it supposed to be the a m alabama game no 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 that's that's what we think we know going into the season. Now it's Tennessee, Alabama, Neyland, the highest ranked game of both of these teams ever when you combine the rankings. And uh, it's uh, going to be fascinating. We're going to get into what Tennessee was able to do against LSU, what Alabama was not able to do against AM, and what they were able to do, as well as what happened with the teams that they were playing. So we've got a lot, a lot of fluctuation we're going to get into kind of uh, how good is the Mississippi schools? Ole Miss, Mississippi State, playing well. Ole Miss got a very favorable schedule. I was looking at it. There is every reason to think that the reps can be unbeaten going in to Alabama. Now, Alabama, if they win this this week, uh, man, uh, you're looking at a matchup potentially of unbeatens versus unbeatens again. On November 12th. What a, what a weekend that would be. A lot to go before that. Let's not look ahead. Um, it's going to be uh, interesting to see the rest of the way. Well, let's kind of get into it. Uh, and let's start with the AM Alabama game. As that game was center stage last week for some reason. As, you know, potentially a blowout type of game. And the whole matchup with head coach the head coaches and their spat this the past offseason. But it really comes down to a bigger point and a bigger issue of discussion of what really matters in football. And it is about how good you are, but how you play. Uh, I want to remind you, though, before I get into it, uh, of what we got going on at LandryFootball.com with detailed film room analysis that you can get on the college game, the pro game. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, it is giving you perspective from a coaching and scouting viewpoint on the game of college football in the NFL. So make sure that you check that out today. Um, uh, take advantage of the football season sale that we have. Um, also a reminder that to, to sign up, subscribe, like, and share. Um, 
SEC Football and Beyond, as well as Landry Football Podcast Network. And uh, Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel, if you would subscribe, like, and share the fine folks there, Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. There's no question that there was a great expectation for Alabama to blow out AM because what is the general fan says, well, the AM's really bad and Alabama's Alabama and they're going to pound them because uh, Saban's mad. Folks, it's not how football works. Uh, I mean, you can be motivated all you want. You can have the better team and the more talented team all you want. If you don't play smart, fundamental football and do what you're supposed to do, and you don't play a clean game, in fact, you do anything but, you're going to find yourself in a game against just about anybody. In college football, there's some teams that are so much at a disadvantage that even four or five turnovers are not going to cost you. I think the, the takeaway from this game is how bad does AM need to be for Alabama to turn it over as many times as they did, have may, as many stupid penalties, and still win. That would be as alarming for AM to me as it is for Alabama going into Tennessee. So what does it really tell us? Well, yeah, Bryce Young didn't play. That's the whole story into discussion. Well, that's a big part of not having the same type of team, and it certainly has strategical adjustments that need to be made without having Bryce Young in the game and having Jalen Milrow in the game. But at the end of the day, at the end of the game, it's a completely different ball game if they hold on to the football. And, yes, A&M forced some – well, you got to protect the football. You know, if you don't have the five pressure points covered on the ball and the ball gets knocked out, that's on you. You're not doing your job. So you got to protect the football in the pocket. There was one of the turnovers in which I thought A&M – knocked the ball out, and it wasn't a fumble. The others were mistakes by Alabama. The unsportsmanlike penalties, costly. You gave AM, whose offense can't do much of anything, a short field to work on and basically gifted them opportunities. The game is probably a lot different, but it wasn't. Okay, that's not a commentary on how good you could be. It's a commentary on where you are in that Good teams win and bad teams lose more by what the plays that they don't make than the plays that they do make. The quickest way to get good is to play smart football, to don't commit penalties, to force turnovers for you by your opponent, but you don't turn over the ball yourself. That is the key to success. Then you build on top of that with better players and better players. If you have better players, you maybe can overcome that. Here's what happens. If you play sloppy and you ingrain bad habits, then when you play a team that may look discombobulated but does have some talent, you're in a fight. And that's what Alabama was in and was – Look, they were fortunate to come up with the crucial plays at the crucial moments to win it. It's not about pretty. It's not about ugly. It's about functional. It's about playing smart. And Alabama didn't play smart. They didn't do the smart things. A&M, my takeaway from A&M, look, this defensive front has got a lot of talent, a lot of young talent, and they've got a chance to be really good down the road. 
don't see I, I see potential with a couple of outside receivers developing a little bit more. Um, but that's a work in progress. Um, but there's still, a, you know, at this point, it is fair to critique the program at AM by saying, why is your quarterback situation this underdeveloped at this stage of your career at AM? It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, we get it. Last year there were injuries. Well, why didn't you have better options at quarterback last year? It cost you an eight and four record. You beat Alabama and Zach Calzada had a, you know, magical game. That's great. But you went eight and four because you didn't have any consistency at the quarterback position. It it held you back. Well, that's why you eight and four and not eleven and one. Okay? There you go right there. You can put all the number one classes and all the hype. If you don't find a way to build and manage your roster and you don't develop well, then you got a problem. I would question, why doesn't Alabama have somebody between Bryce Young and Ty Simpson, who I think is going to be a really good one, but we'll see. Not ready yet. Why is it that you go to Jalen Milrow, who's a running back playing quarterback? Fair question. Now, is Jalen Milrow any worse than Jalen Hurts when he started at Alabama? No. No. Started out at Alabama is what I'm saying. No. People forget that. You know, it's it's the moment. It's the prisoner of the moment. Jalen Hurts has developed and I think developed well there and at, at Oklahoma. And he's really having a very productive season in the NFL. And I think on the way to uh, a productive career. So the takeaways are, you know, that that AM is still got a lot of work to do. So does Alabama. We're going to get in more later in the week about the matchup between Alabama, Tennessee, why Tennessee is winning, why Alabama's winning, but people are concerned and how that might play out this week. I will tell you, I'm as certain as I can be at this point, unless there is a major turnaround in the negative, Bryce Young will start the game. I want to address one more thing, the play call at the end. I want to talk play calling in general. Folks, the media and the fans harp on play calling because that's the only thing that they really can kind of see. They see the result, and they don't understand 
how the play is designed or whether it's executed or not. Now, it's up to the coaches to make sure that not only the right play call is made, but that the play is executed correctly. You're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. So this is not a defense of coaching. In fact, it's a criticism of coaching, but it is a criticism also of the media who really don't understand enough about, well, that's not the play call I would run there in that situation. Okay, let's take that. What I would have done if I were AM in that last play, I think in crucial moments, it's about players, not plays. So I'm probably running something, assuming he was healthy, and I had no indication that he was not. I probably run something in that that I've had planned with Devin A. Shane in. And there are a number of a myriad of options. Okay, but let's just take the play as it was. The play was obviously was a it was a pylon route. So the receiver has got to attack deep into the end zone and come back to the pylon. In a one-on-one matchup, it's a very good play and a very easy throw and a very easy catch. Okay, there are a couple of things that happened there. One. Alabama came out. First of all, AM was in a three by one set. Three receivers to one side, one receiver isolated. That is a tip off that you're going to be, you're looking for man coverage. So Alabama's in man coverage. Okay. And they're playing inside leverage. That means that the corner for Alabama was playing between the receiver, excuse me. Uh, the receiver was between the corner and the boundary. So the corner is to the inside, to the field, uh, and the safety is to the boundary. And what you're trying to do there is to force the guy to the boundary. Alabama notices the three-by-one set, so they change leverage. So they made the corner flip to the boundary. So he's got outside technique on the receiver, got the boundary, you got the corner, then you've got the receiver, and then you've got the safety cheating over to the inside to take away any slant or any in-cut with the outside corner taking the outside. Well, Haynes King didn't see it. Haynes King wasn't comfortable with what he was seeing, didn't see that the leverage had changed, didn't see where the better option to go was. That's an issue and a problem. But the other issue was if the receiver had done a better job of getting depth and cutting it back, at least the ball has got a chance to be caught there. So there's a problem with the lack of understanding what you need, what route you need to run, recognition by the quarterback, which is young. It's a pressure moment. So at least you've got to give your quarterback a chance so the biggest problem is okay a yeah we can have a different play and have that discussion b um the receiver has got to run a better route look just call it what it is one of the biggest problems that AM has is their coaching staff on offense is not very good it is not what you would expect AM and their money and their prestige and all of their successes to be. Um, 
the receiver coach there has been somebody that's been with Jimbo in multiple stops. And they're not very good. And they're not very well coached. He's a recruiter. And it's debatable. Some people think he's a really good recruiter. Some think he's overrated. But he is there for recruiting. And the development, look, since Jimbo has been a head coach, he's had, you can count them on one hand, receivers that have made it to the NFL. The development of the receiver position under Jimbo Fisher has been poor and largely due to the guy that has been his receiver coach for a majority of that time. That is something they need to look at within their program, personally. If you're going to be an elite program, which AM wants to be, you have to have an elite recruiter who's also an elite teacher. And they don't have that, pure and simple. That's a problem. Um, it's something that other elite programs can, can, uh, can overcome. This is a problem right now. So I think there's a number of issues going on. Let's take a look around the league. Missouri has got two wins this season. And I'm looking at them and look at them on tape. You know, of course, got the game against Louisiana Tech and Abilene Christian. But this is a competitive team. They don't look like the worst team in the league. Um, some people think they're at the bottom within the league. And they've lost their last three SEC games by a combined 14 points. And they go into Vanderbilt this week in a must-win mode. This is a game which Vanderbilt, if they're healthy at quarterback, could maybe give Missouri some problems. This would be a ugly loss and a tough one to explain if Eli doesn't get this done. The offense isn't doing enough. And it's his offense to win football games in the SEC. And it's the defense that's actually – done a really good job. So we'll see. Um, if they lose to Vanderbilt, he's going to be 13-17 and 17 overall, 8-14 and 14 in the SEC play. I don't think Missouri, I think the expectations of Missouri are too high. I don't think they can be competitive in the East. I know people will point to the fact that they won it twice when Georgia, Florida, Tennessee were doing a very bad job with their programs. That's the only way a program like this is going to compete in the top of the SEC East. But if you start to look like you're the worst team in the East and you're like hanging around the Vanderbilts of the world, you got problems. That's a danger game there. Auburn, well, that's kind of where Auburn is right now in the West, and it's why Brian Harson's not going to be there. Brian Harson hasn't been a good fit. I think Brian Harson's a good coach. He'd be a good coach number of other places that hadn't been a good fit. Not the support. They're not on the same page. They've got a lot of problems from the very beginning. Let's just focus on the team. Team's just not getting enough done there. Offensively, they've got backs that can run downhill. They try to do some things creatively with this offense and have some success at times. But they're just not consistent enough, and you can't live off that. And they don't have what I would call the meat and potato substance that Auburn normally has. I think defensively, the front gets worn down because they've got no support on the offensive side of the ball. This is a game that Missouri should have won against this Auburn team. They didn't. So people that will say, well, wait, 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 wait. Auburn is worse than Missouri. Yeah, but Missouri lost that game. So when you're talking about who's worse, who is worse? I don't know. You can look at Vanderbilt. 
I mean, they look like the worst team in the league, but they are playing relative to expectations better. They got to finish better for 90 minutes against Ole Miss. They played well. That's a win. Hey, you win half of a game. That's look, that is something. It's a proof team. Give them credit. Um, I think this game against Missouri is really intriguing. Um, I think AJ Swan has proven some to give them some stability on offense, but can the defense show up? Again, a big game, bigger game for Missouri, an opportunity for Vanderbilt. Arkansas, look, this is another case of when people are looking at Arkansas, and that's a very good staff. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They know how to compete. Um, they do an outstanding job. But this is just part of what they do well is Typically, in the past, they've played well defensively. They've been good at the line of scrimmage. They can run. They've had maybe big receivers that can make plays. They have been developed very nicely as a program. But developmental programs, when they dip, Iowa State this year, Kentucky this year, Utah this year, Wisconsin this year, Arkansas this year, when you take away some of the pieces from those programs, they're not nearly as good. Well, everybody has injury. Everybody loses players, Chris. Yes. The elite recruiting programs can reload, whereas the programs that are developmental, you need time to develop them longer. It takes longer to develop them. K.J. Jefferson didn't play last week. He doesn't play this week. If he plays this week, they're going to have a hell of a time against this Mississippi State team. They're an average team at best offensively. And the same can be said for most top 25 teams right now with some, someone new under center. But, you know, you had the ugly loss to AM in which you outplayed them, but you still lost. Um, you, you lost to Alabama, of course. Um, you know, um, you got uh, Mississippi State now. Um, and then, you know, you're looking at this week is – is they've got um, BYU. 
this is going to be a tough matchup outside the league, a competitive team that's going to be quite challenging. Not going to affect them in the league, but going forward, you get uh, you get BYU, then you got Auburn, which you got to be careful with. You got Liberty, which again you got to be careful with, with with this ability to inability to cover uh, in the secondary. You got Ole Miss, you know, after LSU. This is going to be a rocky season for Arkansas, and just getting to a bowl game is going to be an accomplishment. This is what we see is the 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 dip that we're talking about, and in all the discussion about how good Sam is, he is good. But you've got to be on top of it at all times. And as you develop guys, you have to recruit two years, three years down the road to where you have to know what a guy can be and you have to hit on those guys and they have to stay in the program and you have to develop them well. And if you don't, there's going to be a drop. Last year, really good team. This year, just not as physical, just not as good. And the injuries have made things worse for them. You're Alabama, you have injuries, you'll win unimpressively. If you're Arkansas, if you're Wisconsin, if you're Utah, if you're Kentucky, um, you you lose guys, you have injuries, and then you don't win games. Florida, rebuild here. They're 4-2. and two. What a big game this week against LSU. Two teams that kind of need to win LSU probably even more. This is going to be intriguing for the storylines. You know, the media is going to look at is Billy Napier and Brian Kelly. Did LSU make the right choice? Did, you know, because LSU could have gotten either one. You know, Brian Kelly may or may not have wanted to go to Florida. That was never an issue. Billy Napier wanted to go to LSU. So this the onus is on LSU. You know, Brian Kelly doesn't win the narrative. Oh, they screwed it up. Well, we're not going to know that until about four or five years from now. Um, they played a lot of close games as Florida. They played it close to the vest. They're, when you watch them, defensively, statistically, they're not very good. Middle of the road in a lot of meaningful categories, like turnover margin, third down conversion rate, explosive plays. But they're finding a way to win. And I, I don't think they've, other than the Utah game, early in the season, they haven't had an impressive win. This is going to be a rebound week for LSU. We're going to get into that most, um, a, a, a more later in the week. Kentucky continues to slide after failing to recover from an Ole Miss loss over the weekend against South Carolina. Without Will Levis, they look out of sorts. Um, offensively and defensively, they had some miscues. Uh, they probably win the game if Will Levis is there. This is not the same Kentucky team. They're not as good at the line of scrimmage. They don't run the football as well. The defense is not as good. They're reliant more on the quarterback in the passing game. So when there's injuries there, it's going to have an effect. In the past, they've won in spite of, at times, the quarterback. They run it. They're physical. This is a different team this year. And, you know, it's, it's putting it all together. Folks, it's why it's difficult. Four and two, but that was maybe an ugly loss. I think they're a better team and a better program than South Carolina. Uh, but they got caught in a game in which their quarterback didn't play in a in a game that you absolutely – you always need your quarterback, of course. But I think South Carolina needs it more this year than in the past. Uh, South Carolina, open week. They've got the AM and and um, we'll see where things can go going forward. LSU. 
boy, LSU's mistakes to, it just killed them. Four and two. Um, they would, as a better disciplined team, you know, they would have beaten Florida State. They would at least had chances against Tennessee, although I think Tennessee was better. Um, this is a team that's playing sloppy. Special teams mistakes. An offense that's it doesn't have an identity other than one that's really struggling. It, it's it's a team that's that's got a lot of work to do, no question. But they're in a first year and inheriting a lot of things. You've got your best player and uh, and Keishan Booty, who's basically just focusing on his future, and he's just kind of let go of the rope of this program, quite frankly. That's what it is. Texas A&M, um, the moral victory. They won't call it that, but that's they say it's not a moral victory, and then they talk about how good they played in a loss. Um, look, it's it's – it's what it is, and I think that um, it's a defense that, as I mentioned, is getting better, getting stronger, but got a long ways to go offensively. The team that is really playing well, and it's it's always, though, what you look for in a Mike Leach team. This is, team is really good. In fact, they're more talented overall than Tennessee, Ole Miss, Anybody this year, this is Mississippi State's year in terms of talent. They have more overall talent than Tennessee, more overall talent than Ole Miss. They had the inexplicable loss to, to LSU, inexplicable in that. Why does it continue to happen again? They were outcoached in that game. And you wonder if it's going to happen again and when it's going to happen. Not if, but when. I don't think they're going to beat Alabama. But I think they're going to drop another game because they can get outcoached as much as they outcoach. Mississippi State, this little Mississippi State that just no players and, and can coach them up, BS. The quarterback, Will Rogers, is playing better than any quarterback in the SEC right now, period. Take you inside the film room and show you why. Hendon Hooker's great. Hendon Hooker's been outstanding. Hendon Hooker protects the football. Tennessee's great. They're getting the pub. Pub. They deserve the pub. They're unbeaten. They're getting more out of their team. Mississippi State, they're 5-1, and one, and they're playing good ball. They have a chance to have a special year. The one loss, again, to LSU, was problematic. They host Georgia November 12th. But they're going to lose two more games. Definitely. They, they've they got, uh, as again, um, Georgia on the 12th. They're likely going to lose to Alabama on October 22nd. Um, you've got to be careful. If Will Levis plays this week, you know, it's a danger game, and Ole Miss haven't beaten them. So we're looking at two more losses and to, to Georgia and Alabama, and then likely, well, the Egg Bowl is probably going to determine it. So you're probably looking at an 8-4 and four team that right now looks better than that. Ole Miss is 6-0. and oh. How good are they? 
look, their schedule has been very weak. Let's call it what it is. But they're gaining a lot of confidence, and the schedule doesn't get much more challenging. Got Auburn. At LSU is definitely winnable. At AM, come on. I mean, th- those are three more wins. They should be unbeaten going in to host Alabama on the 12th. Then Arkansas, who we've just talked about. I mean, to me, they're a one-loss team to Alabama, and then the Egg Bowl determines if they're 11-1 and or 10-2. and Their schedule is a big part of it. Tennessee, we know what they've been. We're going to get into the breakdown against Alabama this week. They protect the football. They're, they're forcing mistakes. They're taking advantage of other teams' and mistakes. Uh, they don't turn it over, and they just kill you when you turn it over. I think you can run the football on them if you can stay patient running it. If you don't get too far behind, LSU mistake their way, gifted them field position and points, and they're behind, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work for LSU. It's not going to work for Alabama. It's not going to work for anybody. You've got to to be able to be in a position to stay committed to the run, and you have to stay committed to the run. And that's going to get you some opportunities in the passing game against the secondary, and it's going to potentially break the rhythm of the Vols' offense because it's going to keep it off the field more and more. That's the formula to beat Tennessee. No one has done a really good job of it. Florida did for a stretch. Pitt did it but couldn't capitalize, and neither did Florida. And both of those games were kind of shaky. But LSU made tons of mistakes. I think that had a lot to do with LSU. I think we're going to see Tennessee in a really good position. They're getting Alabama in the right time, in the right place, in the right moment to potentially do something. We'll see what they're going to do, and I'll break it down later in the week. Alabama's got some chinks in the armor. We know about that. That game, Jalen Miro, too many mistakes. Kept AM in the game. Look, if they don't turn the football over, there's four quarters of Alabama that would look similar to the fourth quarter against Arkansas. So that game, just like that, just those mistakes make you have to defend a play on the last play of the game that would have likely been a 17 to 24 point victory in Alabama's favor over AM. That's the difference there. Georgia, you can question their consistency in a couple of games, but you saw them really pick things up. I think their key is getting some of the key guys back healthy, the experienced guys back healthy. I think the backs are good, maybe not special, but they're good. Um, Stetson Benner's battling a little bit of a shoulder issue that we've got to see. Um, not going to expect them to miss any time, but the offense is sputtered that times. But they're really good. They're really talented. They're getting better and better. I think they're going to be a real factor in the national championship race. Hey, uh, a reminder, we're going to break down all the games of this weekend. A lot of them, I've alluded to them. We're going to get to them for you later in the week. So make sure that you check us out here. Uh, on uh, the Landry Football Podcast Network. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Subscribe, like, and share the SEC Football and Beyond. That way you can get the SEC shows all the time. If you want to get all the football shows, again, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Also, um, check out uh, inside, subscribe, like, and share the Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel uh, and make sure that um, 
you check out LandryFootball.com where you can get all the detailed film room analysis on the college and pro game. Hey, great to be with you. We'll talk to you again next time later in the week to break out all these SEC matchups. So long, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.